0: Tour, 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 tour junkies. what's going on golf addicts welcome to the tour junkies podcast coming at you for the memorial 2021 from jack's place at mirrorfield village in columbus ohio and uh, we raise our glasses and we cheers to uh you know, all those that gave their lives the families uh for celebrating this memorial day you know gave your gave your Your lives in service to the country. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for the freedoms that we all enjoy. The freedom to get on this podcast and talk about whatever we want. Maybe say whatever we want. Even if producer Sam doesn't really want us to do that. But we appreciate that we do have the freedom to do that. Mm -hmm. So happy Memorial Day. Hope it was a great one for everyone. Thanks to everyone joining live on YouTube. We appreciate it. It it might be a little skinny tonight. you know. I'm sure people are out doing stuff, probably drunk. um you know probably some people on boats that are now waterlogged and drunk and sunburned and all that good stuff but we're here we're here we're professionals we're gonna keep it moving Colonial's over uh Jason Cockrack outlasted Jordan Spieth in his own backyard at Colonial that was pretty shocking um but here we are and I'm excited about it Pat I've got tequila tonight tequila and soda little Casamigos and a little bit of lime what you drinking tonight? I know what you're about to be drinking here in just a second, but what you drinking? That's good. Yeah, I got a,
1: I got a little beer tonight. Um, nothing fancy, just a nice little blonde ale tonight. And uh, you've been doing you know, a lot of beer, lately. Uh, less less vodka, on the show. I think I've done, I think I've done beer the entire year. If you, in case you're not paying attention, oh, maybe that's
0: what that was. <laughs> yeah, time flies when there, you're having fun, buddy. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe COVID did that to you. Oh, you yeah, forgot yeah, About that, you know yeah. what? I, I keep forgetting to blame stuff on COVID fog because I know that's a real thing. Yeah, and I keep forgetting yeah. to blame it on that. So uh, I will hopefully I'll do better with that. Hopefully I'll do better. Uh, I yeah,
1: do refrain from Planet Tito's most of the year. Now later on in the evening, sometimes I get
0: the, get to Planet Tito's. Yeah. But this year has been kind of an off. Uh, yeah, you know I haven't really gotten to Planet Tito's. Yeah, we need to, we need to say. rekindle that every now and then. Uh, as always, presented to you by our friends at Fantasy National, head over to FantasyNational.com slash TJ. Get yourself 20% off the finest, the best the world has to offer just golf mecca of stats and numbers and data and, good, and just goodness. That's all at Fantasy National. All of our stats come straight from Fantasy National. You can customize it a billion different ways. Lineup builders, optimizers, head-to-head matchup betting tools, and all the data comes straight from the PGA Tour. It's licensed by the PGA Tour to Fantasy National. They've been doing this for like four or five years. They've been supporting us, and we've been supporting them ever since day one. We trust them. Uh, it is our go-to. We've we've looked at other options out there, but not every option has licensed PGA Tour data. Fantasy National does, and they they're the best. And they continue to improve the product. So if you're betting on golf or you're playing daily fantasy golf to any capacity, even if you're a beginner. Even if you're a beginner, it's worth spending the like 10 bucks a week or whatever, maybe, maybe less than that. It's worth trying out the weekly, trying out the monthly. Just give it a shot because it's, it's literally the best it has to offer. It'll save you a ton of time and research, a ton of time and research. It has a ton of course information, course data. Uh, so go to FantasyNational.com slash TJ and let them know Tour Junkie sent you and get that 20% off discount. Let us help you help them help Fantasy National helping each other. Uh, shout out to our boy Alan Klutz at Al Cuts uh, on DraftKings for winning the Nut Hut Listener League. Alan, I believe is I think this is his second victory, which will ma- give him two entries into the Nut Hut Finals. And the winner of the Nut Hut Finals is going to get an, an expenses paid tri- all expenses paid trip to come play golf with you and I in either Savannah or Augusta. Alan, also, you know th- this is karma because. A long time ago, Alan left this review uh, about the Hut. There's a picture of Alan. Look at him. He says, Mm -hmm. I love the Hut. I've been able to keep my DFS game evolving thanks to the great members and talking out game theory with the TJ family. $10 a month is a steal, and if you're not using these tools, you're falling behind. Dang right, Ann Arbor. Uh, Dang right, Alan Klutz, not Ann Arbor. (laughs) Ann Arbor. (laughs) I just jumped (laughs) down there. COVID fog. See? See? Michigan. COVID fog. Shout out Michigan. But did you see that? (laughs) Did you see what I did there? I, I quickly blamed it on COVID fog yeah so thank Good you job. alan uh great stuff there we appreciate it buddy you the man uh thanks for being a nut hut member and uh just holding it down now speaking of the nut hut speaking of the nut hut uh i heard because i wasn't in the chat last week okay i will be in it this week all night ready to roll it's gonna be great but i wasn't in the chat last week but i guess there was a bet that went down pat do you want to tell the people what went down with that you were you were hammered you yeah with somebody.
1: yeah i mean you know i just can't get enough of this damn ranch water um <laughs> shot bet so i guess you know so i thought i was going to get away with another one well i did get away with another one uh last week you um, did yeah but this week uh a listener and also my twin brother mm. uh, direct tv perry uh he he was a big fan of brian harman i like brian now look this is t- this is what's so bad about this bet I went with a Florida Gator against a Georgia Bulldog, oh. which is just wrong by so many things. God. But I did not think that Brian Harmon was going to have a good week. I thought he was a little bit, a uh, little bit overrated this week, um, and so I took Billy Horschel oh. over over Brian Harmon. It really serves you right for doing that. I mean, the- yes. it really does. Yeah. I, I I agree. And every time Billy Horschel has screwed me every time I do something involving him this year. Like it's he I think I had another bet with Billy Horschel this year and he he didn't do I can't remember what it was. It's the Florida thing. But but F Billy Horschel. <laughs> now, I like him. I like Billy Ho, actually. He's a he's a good guy. He's been on the show. Uh, but damn if he doesn't screw me on these stupid bets. And so I'm finally gonna have to take this ranch water shot bet.
0: Okay. So so what do you got here have you already made it
1: no okay, I've got, okay. Sh- I've got one which i think is the first step and then i've got some ranch
0: okay nice hold, on, hold it up so we can see that thing going in there well,
1: I, okay you want to see it going in yeah we want to yeah. see
0: it coagulate live man if you're not watching on youtube you're missing out so pat finally has to take the ranch water shot oh yeah Ooh. oh god look at that it just the way that it retains its how shape it does that. is so disgusting.
1: It's like a little oh, It's God. like a little snake.
0: Oh, I'm starting to get. I'm starting to feel it a little bit. Oh, bringing back memories. So I mean, really, you got to oh, look at that. No, it's really gross. It looks really disgusting. <laughs> a hidden valley uh, worm. Hidden valley worm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Hidden valley worm. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Bryson D. Is that is Bryson Deshambo watching this? He probably, he's, he's one. Oh to. God. Okay. All right, so here we go. I can't look at this anymore. I got to take a straight thing. water and hidden Valley ranch. Here we go. Pat finally loses and has to pay up with the ranch water shot down the
1: hatch. Okay. Oh, <laughs>
0: The water really the water the water's the problem. You took it way better I mean, than I did. I, I will admit, I I was a total.
1: <clears throat>
0: I was a little off on that, but yeah,
1: yeah, right. Just, it just ruins ranch for you because like you can't like the mixture of the water and the ranch really. Oh, <sighs> that that mm, little I Hidden Valley worm like
0: is now traveling down into Pat's rose filled mm, belly. I did not like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me God. wash that down. It's with so beer. disgusting!
0: I hate that stuff.
1: Um, <laughs> goodness gracious! All right, thanks, Directv.
0: Yeah, you jerk. Yeah, and, and you thanks, know what, Billy Ho. I gotta say something, man. I gotta say something. Maybe this is for another show. I kind of feel like Directv Perry is losing his Directv ness. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is a compliment to you, Pat. Oh wow! I kind of yeah. feel like things have. I think things have developed. You know you. You've grown a beard. You've changed the way you do your hair. Um, your brother used to be a little skinnier than you. Now he's kind of not. And uh, he doesn't have a beard and he does his hair the same way. And I'm starting to wonder if, like, you've kind of snatched the direct TV ness from direct TV. And, like, now he's cable Perry and you're direct TV Perry. And it, actually, this has been oh, discussed. Wow. This has actually been discussed with myself and others. In the last couple of weeks behind you and, and, and DirecTV Perry's back a little bit. And, and it, it, it's, I hate to say that it's kind of leaning towards DirecTV Perry losing his thing, but it is what it is. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, Pat, let's get into this. Let's talk about Memorial, Jack's Place, yeah. Mirfield Village. Actually, uh, in addition to what you've got, I did, get some, uh, I did get some intel from the course today from a couple of our caddy friends that saw the renovations sure you'll talk about that a little bit but i can fill you in on some on some things i heard too so go ahead buddy well i'm glad you did that um yes so we are at jack's place that is
1: muirfield village golf club it is a par 72 now it is stretched out just over seventy five hundred yards they've added basically about a hundred yards or a little more to this course uh, with the renovations you've got 120 players in the field this week because it is an invitational Just like we had last week, Um, T-65 and ties will make the cut. Um, And here's the thing. You're going to have a lot of six of sixes make it through. This is what happened last week for me. I actually had several six of sixes and single entry lineups that did not cash whatsoever. And we could see that again this week. Um, But it's a fantastic course. I mean, it's a classical design. You've got tree line fairways. Um, But they did have major renovations, like you mentioned here. I talked about the lengthening of the course over 100 yards. But outside of that, I mean, pretty much, I I believe it's 14 of the 18 greens out here were totally redone. Um, So totally resurfaced. Brand new bent grass greens here this week. They've got sub air under all of them. So they really just kind of upgraded, did a little facelift to the greens. And also, um, change the bunkering as well around some of these greens. Also, so I think that's something that you're going to want to look at. Um, You know, length is something that, you know, we always talk about as being, you know, it's a factor for sure. But this is a second shot golf course. It always has been, it still is. So you've really got to be great on approach. And then if you do miss these greens, you got to be pretty good scrambling around the greens as well. Um, you look at the rough here, it's going to be thick. You've got Kentucky bluegrass rough. Um, and Jack has said, the reason he did a lot of these renovations was he just wanted this course to be a little bit sterner of a test for these guys. He wanted to, t- to test all facets of their game. Um, he narrowed some of these fairways. It's usually been pretty wide, uh, off the tee here, but he did, uh, narrow it up a little bit on some of the holes here. Um uh, so I think that's what, you know, something we're going to look at now. Like I said, still expect this to be a second-shot golf course. I'm definitely going to look at approach. Looking at course history a little bit, but, but less this year because I want to kind of see, you know, I think it's still going to play very similar. Uh, but course history, I'm not going to weigh quite as much as I might normally for this course. I'm looking at strokes gained approach, looking at form, ball striking, putting on bent grass greens. Um, and I think this is a week for sure, and you're going to talk about some caddy information, But where you do need to get into the nut hut later in the week, because we're getting to get more information as the week goes on, as far as the course setup and all that kind of stuff. Um, But it should be a test for these guys, you know, a lot of water on this course that's in play. Um, So I think it will be
0: interesting to, uh, to see what happens this week. For sure. Um, And I would say this before I go further, uh, listen, in the YouTube comments, we need more ideas for a nasty shot. So for a penalty you know, for losing a bet. We've done the Ranch Water thing. I've had to do it. Pat's had to do it. Last week, we had a listener send in a video having to do it. So comment in the YouTube uh, comments what is a good idea for a really gross shot that we can take on on the show live when we lose another bet. That'd be good stuff. Do the comment. Comment for the algorithm, people. Yeah. Comment. This thing really, by the way, is sticking. It is sticking like it's, it's, it's still halfway
1: down my esophagus.
0: That's gross. That's gross. Comment, comment, comment. Like, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, please. Thank you, um, thank you, thank you. So, comment a nasty shot. All right, let me tell you what I heard from the course today. <clears throat> Had a couple caddies that walked it walked it around. Have have been out there before. Hundred uh, percent, way more of a ball striker's course now than a bomber's track. Um, I guess the tr- you know Jack brought in some trees. He tightened some fairways. Some things changed there. So something to look out for. Also said, um, just around on the greens, kind of he kind of said they they took out some really crazy slopes that probably were a little excessive, but they added some uh, some slope where they needed it. So he thinks, in terms of because this place typically is kind of tough to get up and down and tough to uh, you know to, to when you miss around the greens, it tends to be a tough spot. He tends to think that it's not as penal this year. Uh, or with the renovations. I mean, we'll find out, but he, he thinks it's a little easier to navigate when you do miss greens. Um, so just some, some things to think about there. I mean, I think, I think looking at course history still makes some sense. I don't think it's changed that much. I do think 2020 is a, kind of an outlier. I mean, 2020 was, uh, extru- I mean, first of all, it was played in, in, I guess it was about this time of year, wasn't it? Played in the same time. Well, of year. We had two events, but we you had, had two, two events. events. You had the workday right before where they made it real easy and, and kind of a nothing burger. Tom Morikawa won that. Then Jack was basically like, Hey, we're going to push this thing to the max because literally as John Rom was finishing his final round on Sunday, like when he would finish a hole, they'd start ripping up tea boxes and greens. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. So like they, Jack baked it out. Uh, on the weekend, and the place got really tough. I don't know if I'd look at 2020 as much, but I did look at as I've been doing the last few weeks. Strokes game, ball striking, at Mirfield Village over the last 24 rounds, uh, just to see Tita Green who who who's done really well. Tita Green at Mirfield Village, not necessarily their finish position because that doesn't always tell the whole story, but Tita Green who tends to feel you know who tends to play this place well, and it, and it maybe suits their eye or they like something about the course and and kind of navigating it. Um, And what else? Strokes getting off the tee, driving accuracy. Obviously, with what with what our caddy friends said, being in the fairway is going to be key this week. So that's a big deal. Putting on bent grass, all the above. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, Pat. Uh, You know, one thing that maybe actually I'm now thinking about it with your brother with Directv Perry. Um, You know, you started doing this golf forever thing, and maybe that's really kind of lately what's turned the tide, right? Maybe we need to get Chris on golf forever. I know you know you kind of wanted to get in a little better shape. Uh, we went down to Sawgrass a few weeks ago. You were like exhausted. You were hot. You were whiny. You were kind of, you know, pissing and moaning a good bit. You needed something, you know, a different workout program you could do from home. And Golf Forever assigns you new workouts and exercises to do every day. Uh, it's great because you don't know what to do. You're, you're kind of a dummy with that kind of stuff. The workouts can be done at home with minimal equipment. If they're so simple, even Pat can do them. So I, he doesn't need to leave his living room. He doesn't have to access expensive gym equipment or a membership. In a couple weeks, he can, you, know, you can feel the difference. And next thing you know, people are talking behind him and his brother's back about maybe Pat being the better-looking, you know, TV brother. So that, that's a thing. So if you want to get in better shape or you want to improve the way you feel during and after a round, check out Golf Forever at GolfForever.com. Be sure to enter promo code TOUR99 to get Golf Forever for just $99 a year. That is a $51 savings just because you're a tour junkie. So that's Tour99 to feel the results for yourself. Golf Forever was co-created by major champion Justin Leonard. Dr. Jeremy James, and they feature experts like Dr. Troy Van Beeson, who works with five players ranked in the top 30 in the world golf rankings. It's an app that delivers recommended daily exercise routines, as well as a library of over 500 videos to search for if you just want to do your own thing. And uh, that's good stuff. Promo code tour 99 saves the tour junkie listeners $51 on the annual plan. Um, Maybe that's something you need to send to, uh, to direct TV, Pat. I don't know. Yeah. Ho- hopefully well, he's and listening. i did play play of the best
1: golf um a few days ago uh that i've you played said in that. a good while you did say that so
0: um a freaking freaking bulldog is up here snoring snorting i don't know if you can hear that in the in the in the microphone but good god all right let's get into this you want to get in some picks? yeah let's go Cause, good, 'Cause I don't know, you know, I, I got some ranges in here. I don't know what to I don't know what to do. I, I think I'm leaning Let's get into pick some picks. Okay, good, because I don't know what yeah. I'm gonna do. <laughs> I, I think I'm leaning I think I'm leaning a pretty balanced look. I, I don't um there wasn't a whole lot in the there's definitely not a lot in the six K that I that I love. Um but I think I'm leaning a little more balanced in here uh with the uh yeah with, with what the tops got going on. I don't know what to do though. I'm going to, I'm going to make my decision on the fly. I got a bunch of names that I like, but I got to pick three that I would lock in for tournaments. And then I'm going to give you a fade. You know, you just got to be in the nut hut. You got to read the free articles. By the way, we put up like four and five free articles a week on tourjunkies.com. You don't have to be a member of anything. They're free. LPGA tour betting, uh, comes out. I think there's a major this week. U S women's open. um, you know all kind of good stuff the DraftKings preview full-on preview by ac you got the big balls betting card the pivot point there's all kind of free content go check it out but pat i'll let you start uh since i'm gonna kind of figure this out on the fly um okay. i'll let you start
1: well i'm actually going to start without giving you anybody over 10k and um, there's now, a balanced approach I, I guess that's going to be the popular you play. Know, Yeah, and maybe that's going to be popular. and doesn't mean that I'm completely fading this group, but I do think that you can start right there at 9,900 with Victor Hovland. Mm. I love him this week. Now, I do think he is certainly going to have some ownership there, but that's that's fine. Um, He is a guy that uh, you look at last year, He finished third at the workday. So now I know it was a lot playing a lot easier for the workday, but he did finish third there. Um, You know, you look at the stats for him. I mean, he's just been fantastic. He is fourth in the field in ball striking, 12th in strokes gained approach. He is fourth in par five scoring. Uh, I did look at proximity from 175 to 200 yards. I think that's what you're going to see a lot of shots in um, as far as uh, several of these par fours. So he is also checking boxes there. He's seventh in the field. And you know what? Hovland's been in great form. I mean, you just cannot beat the form that he's been in as well. So I like Hovland there at 9,900. Then right below him, literally, I'm going to go three in a row here. Three in a row, right here. Hovland, Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. So Xander Schauffele is going to be right there. Love him. 24th in the field in stroke gained approach. He is eighth in par five scoring. Um, Has a uh, has a decent history here. He finished top 15 uh in twenty twenty uh top fifteen also in twenty nineteen he was t fourteen at the workday here last year um so he does have some good history here as well, so I like it xander Schaffle at ninety seven hundred and you know what Patrick cantley I can't believe I'm going on the Patrick cantley
0: yes, you, you know you are buying like it. it now my my amazing call at the p g a now you're buying it it did it, it I'm telling you it did it did um but he has a fantastic
1: history here, obviously he's won here. <laughs> We didn't mention winners. Um we probably should have done that when I was talking oh, about. Oh, that's on but...
0: you. That's on you. You do that. Yeah,
1: that's on me. But he has one here. He won here in twenty nineteen. William
0: McGurt's uh, one here, Jason Duffner's one here, George Bryson's Shambo won Austin. in twenty eighteen. You had Sharon mentioned him last year. Moise, um DeChambeau. so yeah. yeah,
1: he has one here as well. So I like Patrick Cantley also. My fades are gonna be Bryson at ten nine. Oh two um, fades?
0: You're gonna give two fades?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Do we usually go two or no, just one? just
0: one, but you said my fades are going to be. Okay, well, I'm going to go with just Bryson though. <laughs> okay. Don't like where he is on his
1: his approach play right now. Um, you know, you look at his scrambling pretty bad
0: right now. Also, I just, I don't want to play Bryson this week. I just, I don't like him. not going to play him. Pat, Pat's reason to fade every single week. Now, he may give you some other good reasons, but he will always give you, I just don't want to play X this week. Always not not x like no i do want to play x yeah and i was gonna say not x like xander i just said you should say like y
1: yeah um you know like
0: y equals. yeah yeah Yeah, i got it um some algebra stuff in there like what what bryson way yeah um too late to be doing algebra i will make this quick my fade was bryson i did have that one pretty much nailed down he's gotten progressively worse here since he's won as he's gotten larger As the muscles have grown, as his balls have shrunk, as his head has gotten much larger uh, due to the steroid injections, he's gotten progressively worse at Mirfield Village since he won as just a uh, uh, a normal-sized person. Um, And he sucks on tracks that have emphasized driving accuracy so far. He still sucks on approach, 57th in approach. You mentioned how he's bad around the greens. I'm out on Bryson, no thanks. Um, All right, so I guess, man, this is... Um, it's really tough for me not to just go Xander and Cantlay for sure. I'm with you hundred percent on both those guys.
1: I mean, uh, you just called me out basically for saying, well, Pat's always going to just say, well, he's not going to play him because he doesn't like him,
0: but you're the one that's all indecisive in this category. Like at least I was showing some decisiveness. No, I get that. I'm just saying like, but you always say, I'm not, I'm not going to him because I just don't want to this week, which is terrible. <laughs> reason to say uh i'm saying i don't say that i mean i do i don't
1: want to for reasons
0: that i said I yeah said the so, yeah you did have reasons tonight sometimes you don't have reasons
1: we can <laughs> we can check the
0: tape um i'm sure you could no listen I, i've been banging the can drum for a couple weeks now I, I can't get off of it now i've been on him now i do obviously he's going to get a bump with his record here uh everybody's seeing what he did to the pga um the irons the approach play that was kind of lost has been found when you look over the last 24 rounds trending to the last four at the pga markedly better um 24 rounds ago he was 66th in strokes gain approach now he's 16th in the last four so very short term you see the improvement you see the trend xander what can you say about xander plays tough golf course as well uh and the iron plays amazing i mean strokes gain approach is numero uno this week now for my third option. I don't really have a lot of Hovland. I think I'm not going to have a lot of Hovland. I think I'm going to probably live in this Xander Can'tley world. Um, I, I think I think I'm I think I'm doing Corey Connors in this field at 9300. Um, here in the here in he the, was actually my second fade, was he? Your yeah. second fade? Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, I mean, obviously the putting is the thing that that's the scary thing. But the he, he's fourth in the field and good drives gained on Fantasy National. He's sixth in approach, um, he, and I think there may be some Corey Connors fatigue out there. I think people are, I think people are like a little, just fatigued over playing Corey Connors week in and week out. But he keeps doing it. Like he keeps. Ret- I got Connors fatigue. He keeps returning value. So I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like Connors. Now there, there are other names in here I, I really do like. So we'll have to mix that up with the nut Hutters and uh, and help narrow it down. Obviously, ownership's going to play a big key here as well as it as it always does in DFS. So we can move on to the 8K range now. Um, yeah. all right, 8K range. You got Sam Burns, you got Ricky Fowler in here, bringing up the rear along with Keegan Bradley, uh, your boy Billy Horschel causing you to take down the ranch water bet. Um, is a thing. He's here at 8100, being Florida, being all Floridian down here in the 8100. You know, wearing wearing weird stuff and doing weird stuff and thinking about some weird stuff maybe. And then you got, uh, back after his, uh, incredible display of sucking at putting at Kiowa. So it's, it's, a, it's a tight, it's a good range here. I I like this range. I think, um, a lot like Patrick Cantlay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop playing Keegan Bradley just because, you know, just because I've been playing him a lot. I'm not jumping off the train. The ball striking is incredible. He's still killing it in that department. He, hits, he checks every single box except strokes game putting on Ben Kras. Um, he's just doing his thing right now. He's hot. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep riding it. Love some Keegan Bradley. And then I'm going to go in, in GPPs. I want to see where this guy lands. Maybe he'll be a little more popular than I think, but I like Shane Lowry. I think people are going to love the Charlie Hoffman play. Charlie's obviously playing some really good golf right now. I I was looking at his at his career, Charlie Hoffman's career. If you look at his career on Fantasy National, you just start scrolling on Fantasy National, and you look at just the off the tee and approach columns, those two columns. You know, on Fantasy National, it's green if you're gaining strokes and red if you're not. Like the amount of double green on off the tee and approach consecutive weeks for Charlie Hoffman right now is like some of the best in his career. So he's definitely playing well right now. But I think Lowry is a very interesting pivot. The approach play is there. He checks the box there. The ball striking history here at Mirfield Village is he's 12th in the field in ball striking in the, in the last 24 rounds at Mirfield. He's very good around the greens. He's very accurate off the tee. Putting on bent grass, he's nails. I think Lowry could be an interesting pivot from a popular Charlie Hoffman. So I'll go with, uh, with Lowry. And then my, my fate is Horschel, is the Floridian uh, Billy Horschel. He feels least... He just kind of feels least likely in this 8K range to score me a top 10. He's 80th in strokes gained approach, 60th in opportunities gained, which is a proprietary fantasy national stat that reflects scoring and like approach play hitting it within 15 feet. And he's 65th around the greens all in the last 24 rounds. I'm out on Billy Ho.
1: All right. So a lot of differences here. Um, I like Joaquin Neiman at the top at 8,800. I think that uh, now the scrambling does concern me a a lot. Um, He is 115th in the field in scrambling, but you look at his ball striking and approach play. It's been fantastic lately. Uh, Top 10 in proximity from 175 to 200 yards. Also putts pretty well on bent grass greens. Traditionally, um, so I think this is a, this is a good setup for, for Neiman to do well this week at 8,800. Um, and then I do like Hoffman. I mean, I'm sorry. I know that's yeah, an no, easy pick. I, pick I like, and, I like Hoffman. I, it's, it's just, he is just playing so well right now. And I don't think you can jump off of him. I, I just don't. And even last week, you know, people were like freaking out because he had a bad round. I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. It was Thursday. But then he comes back and finishes extremely strong. Um, because if you just look at the stats, I mean, they are, they are fitting for the last two courses. Um, and Hoffman is just, uh, he's just playing some of the best golf he's played in a long, long time. So I do like him. He doesn't have a great history here. He missed the cut in 2019 and 2018. But if you, you know, I know it's set up easier for the work day last year, but he did finish seventh at the work day. So if you're looking at course history and it doesn't show work day. He did finish top ten there as well, so I like Hoffman at eighty three hundred. And then my fade is actually going to be Cam
0: Smith again. Now, look, you hate all Cam you Smith. Aussie, what is your problem with Cam Smith,
1: all of you Aussie followers and listeners? I don't hate Aussies. I don't. What you but hate I don't Cam like,
0: Smith? Why do you hate Cam Smith?
1: I don't hate Cam Smith. You, I think you, I do. I'm I think him. you do. I Just think you do. Just because you him. fade somebody doesn't mean you hate them. You fade him every
0: week. Every week.
1: Well. And he plays good. Uh, you, you, oh, Creedy's in the chat again. Do you not yeah, like again. good?
0: Are you are you are you against?
1: No, I think he's a, I lo- I actually like Cam Smith. I, think, I like him. I don't
0: think you do and we need to work through this. What is it about Cam Smith? Are you, are you jealous of his hair because yours is kind of thinning? Do do you what what is it? do you think he's No.
1: I like Cam Smith. I like him. I think sometimes he gets he gets played a little bit too much. At so you
0: think he's time. overrated? He, I think he. There are times when he's overrated. Yes. God. yes. <sighs> Somebody, y'all, help us get Cam on the show. You tweet, tweet Cam, tweet Cam. All right, look. So if you look at his, you know what? We're, we're here, long overdue for a Pat yeah. apology. Actually, remember the last one was to Billy Hug. I will
1: gladly apologize to Cam. I think Cam Smith would be the great. I would love it. I think Cam Smith and I could have a great time hanging out. For one. And I would tell him right there, like, hey, I faded you last week. Be like, and the week before, and the week before, and state. the week before,
0: and the week before. Yeah.
1: Because I don't like yeah, you as a person. Uh, okay. But I'm telling you, I think that uh, – I don't think he has a good week. You know, you look at his history here, it's not very good at all. His best finish is T65 over the last four years, which he's played it four years straight. Now, I did not look at the uh, – what he did at the, at the workday. Um, but – you look at the stats for Cam Smith also. I mean, right now, 55th in approach, 63rd in ball striking. Yes, his scrambling is always good. He's top 10 in scrambling. 88th in good drives gained. He does putt well on bent grass Green, so I'll give you that. And he's shown that over the, over the years here. But I just don't, uh, I, I don't think that he's going to have a good week. I'm going to fade Cam Smith. And and his form has been good. I mean, he finished top 10 at the RBC Heritage, but he was T59 at the PGA on a very tough golf course, like I think we're going to get this week. So, Cam Smith will be the fade. Now, if we get a low owned Cam Smith, which he may be, uh maybe I'll think about him. This is Monday, it's Memorial Day. Yeah. And we've I've been at the pool hanging out, drinking beer. Praise God, and uh, so maybe uh, praise God. Maybe I missed. Maybe I missed something on Cam.
0: Well, um, I think you did. All right, that's the 8K range. And, you know, when you're in the pool, or when you're at the pool, or you're doing pool, um, or you're do, you're on the golf course, and you're getting eld- you're getting up in age. Especially, you got to you got to take care of your skin. We see golfers do it all the time, uh, putting on applying skin stuff. And you know, you're out in the sun. You get you're gonna get spots. You're gonna get spots on your face. You don't want that. Uh, So we got some new friends at Caldera Labs that are, they're here for you, okay? So whether you're tackling dry skin, acne scars, wrinkles, pat, uh, or just, you know, you want to do and invest in in better skin, you want to do healthy skin, you want to do a healthy face, this is just, uh, this is a good product for you, okay? So Caldera Labs is, uh, they got this stuff called The Good, and it's a facial, multifunctional face, face serum, and if it's called The Good... If you can just name it The Good, I'm a big fan. I'm a real, I'm a real <laughs> big fan because that's just, that's just ball. Like, I, I just love, I res, much respect to that. They did an eight-week clinical trial proving that The Good works on all skin types. It works great with a beard. If you've got a beard, if you've got a bald head, you've got a dry scalp, you got hair on your head, doesn't matter. Keep it all nice and shiny and moisturized. It's, it's good, man. Best of all, you can try this stuff 100% risk-free. If you don't love it, they will refund you in full. So, you know, it's golfing in the sun, man. The pros do it. You got to take care of yourself. I know my wife has a, a, a nightly facial routine. Does your wife have one of those? It's like seven steps. And I don't, I, until Caldera Labs sent me some good stuff, I didn't do it. And one thing I'll tell you, I've been doing it a couple nights in a row, and it kind of turns my wife on a little bit because she thinks I'm taking care of my face. And she's saying, okay. I'm He's terrible. trying not taking care of my face. I am too, but this is easy. You just—it's just the just serum. You dr- you drop it on there, and you put it on your face. You rub it in. It's done. And it just—it kind of. Does the get...
1: serum have some weed in it? No. God. Did you say that? No. Oh, sorry.
0: Jeez. What? Okay. I just was. I just... <laughs> anyway, uh... I don't know why that popped in my head. I was just wondering if there was some weed in there.
1: I'll say all kinds of things.
0: No. Uh, it just—it's just good. It—it's called the good, but it's not. It doesn't have that in there. But anyway, okay. it just kind of gets my wife going, so do your thing. Uh, so this is a special offer for listeners of the Tour Junkies podcast. You get 20% off your first Caldera Lab purchase. Go to Caldera Lab and use discount code Junkies at checkout. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B, Caldera Lab, C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com. Use discount code Junkies at checkout to get 20% off. There you go. Let's get to the 7K range here, Pat. Um, 7K range, 7K range. All right, I started the 8K. You start the 7K. What you got? Okay, well, I'm going to start with my boy, Gary Woodland
1: Ooh. at 7,900. Woodland is, I've, you you took him like a few weeks ago. I think it was the miscut at the Valspar.
0: It was, because I told you, on. I can't, I, can't I, I cannot figure him out. I can't. And, well, and I hated that play
1: when you, when you put that bet down. But then I started looking at him, and then if you just look at his last few weeks, he is coming around. I mean, fifth at the Wells Fargo, T-38 at the PGA, which could have been a lot better. He just totally just crapped the bet on Sunday. Uh, Was in the top five for a while. T-14 last week at the Charles Schwab. The guy's just been playing extremely well. You know, you look at the stats. I mean... He fits there from the stats. I mean, he's 24th in uh, ball striking, 25th in stroke skein approach, 32nd in par five scoring. I think he's a guy that can, you know, take advantage of the par five here on this course. Uh he's gonna get four of them, obviously. So and then, you know, Woodland has uh, you know, pretty good course history. He's made he's made the cut the last five years in a row, has a T4 back in 2016. Um you know, he also finished t fifth at the workday uh, last year. So, you know, you look at everything about Gary Woodland. I think makes a lot of sense. I think he's going to be lower owned at that seventy nine hundred dollar price tag. So, I like him and GPPs. And then the next guy, Emiliano Grillo. I just I find him hard to avoid. With you look at the the form that he's in right now. Yeah. Um, His you ball look striking at, is yeah, it's movie, incredible. Movie he's got good. Very good. Now I know we always talk about Grillo and his putting and all that kind of stuff. I get it. Um, you know what people don't
0: talk enough about with Grillo is his girlfriend. Holy oh. smokes! Like, good for him. You know, people good want friend. to talk about uh, Brooks. Let me just tell you, Grillo's girl. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So Grillo, I like doing 7, a lot of things well. Miliano Grillo. Is Emilio, and then, and then you know, I was like, "Emiliano," name that movie. You know the movie, "Emiliano," in the chat. Anybody? I don't. Know. And then I was all like, "Emiliano." Nope. Okay. Producer Sam, does Producer Sam got it? Anybody? Nope. Okay. Continue.
1: Okay. All right. Um. Now. I got a lot that I feel like there's several more. and We're trying to pinpoint three here in this in this category. Um, I like Matt Wallace, but I'm not going to choose him. I'm just throwing him out there. Um, sorry, producer Sam's throwing up stuff in the in the chat here about Gorilla's girlfriend. I mean, we're not we're a DFS show, okay? Let's we're, we're getting off the rails here a little bit. Anyway, I'm just going to go with Taylor Gooch at 7100. Okay. Oh. Now he's certainly going to be low owned. I like the way that he's played recently. You look at his stats. Oh. He is 20. Dang it. 20. It was Emilio.
0: Sorry. It was Emilio. Uh, uh, 863 Kane in the YouTube chat is right. It, the movie was not at the Roxbury, but it was Emilio because he was talking about meeting Emilio Estevez. So it was all like Emilio, not Emiliano. Uh, so not okay. bad there. I kind of messed that up, but it was not at the Roxbury. Great movie. Okay. Well, if Gooch. anybody cares what I'm talking about, I'm no, talking about 7100. Right now, everyone's <laughs> looking up uh, Emiliano's girlfriend.
1: Yeah, he's 13th in stroke, skiing, approach, top 20 in par five scoring, top 25 in proximity from 175 to 200 yards. He is top 40 also in bent grass putting as well. So I think Gooch uh, has a good chance to play well this week. And you look at, um, you know, he doesn't have great course history at all, but he did finish T 17th at the work to here. Um so there's several I think I I would love to mention here but since we're just keeping it right here at this uh three person range whatever uh anyway yeah my fade's going to be Adam Scott at 7900 <laughs> not not playing Adam Scott done I can't I can't play Adam Scott till he shows me something and he's not showing you anything not anything even remotely good from ball striking approach from whatever i mean there's
0: nothing putting on bent he has nothing for us right now so adam scott will be my fade at 7900 well me and you are on the same wavelength with the fades man my fade in this range was easily the most expensive player in the range at adam scott at 7900 his towards is broken is how you say it in the south you know if if you can't get it going in the right direction your towards is broken and his towards is broken off the tee and what's crazy is when you look at his strokes gain off the tee and his driving accuracy numbers, I found something interesting today. You know, he is on the record recently saying that he went and chased some distance, and he's at a distance. If you look at his driving distance numbers in the last, you know, few months, he has added a lot of distance. He's hitting it miles further than he was. Low key. Nobody's talking about it, but he is. But he's talked about how he's at a distance, and it's hurt his, everybody say it with me, it's hurt his towards okay he's not getting his towards good he's hitting it all over the freaking map but what's interesting is you can literally put a pin in it after the u.s open last year after the u.s open last year you see on fantasy national i'm going back to the red and green nothing but red and driving accuracy good drives gained whatever you want to look at nothing but red from the u.s open up when bryson just demolished uh at the u.s open just owned the golf course and um and then Adam said, "You know what? I need. I'm old. I need to go do that. And um, I could be the most handsome and longest driving player on the PJ Tour with an Australian accent. I would kill it. Let me go do that. He did. And he can't hit it in the fairway. And I think he need to do that here. And as you mentioned, he also sucks on bent. And since he hasn't had a top ten since February of 2020 at the Genesis, that was his last top ten. So, or I'm sorry, he, he won at the Genesis, but he's only had one top ten since. My bad. All right." My three plays here. I, I do like your Grillo play. I like your. I, I can't. I can't have an opinion on the Woodland play. That's about it. I like your. I like your Grillo play. I'm gonna go with Matt Wallace. You you skipped over him, but I can't skip over him. He he is checking every single box. He checks every box. Approach, uh, opportunities gained. Strokes gained off the tee. Strokes gained around the greens. Strokes gained putting on bent grass. Good yeah. drives gained. He checks every box. Like the only. Th- that that's I mean like that's it he checks out I can't avoid him if he checks every box at 7400 DraftKings continues to give make him a deal I mean they continue to you know he's a good he's a good price this is third week in a row he got a little refresh after the Wells Fargo um the, the irons have left him a little bit at the PGA and at the Charles Schwab I'm a little concerned about that but um, I think I'm gonna roll with it one more week and see what happens. I'm not excited about the irons, but I, they've been so solid prior to that. I'm just gonna roll with it and see what happens. I'm gonna believe that the trend is gonna stop this week. Um, you know, at at Mirfield, it's a it's a big event. I think he's gonna show up, so I like Matt Wallace. Then I'm gonna go with Patton kazire Like, how good mm, has he love been? Him. How good has he been, been? So good. Two back to back third place finishes. Um. You know, he's making cuts. I mean, and, and those, those third-place finishes, he gained almost 13 strokes on approach alone in those two events. The irons are dialed. I'm going to hope I can hop in on that and, and, you know, catch a piece of those hot irons from Patton Kazire. He's got, you know, a terrible record here, but he feels like right now he's just on a different level at the moment than he, ha- than he has been in his, in his career. Now, he's, he's also... You worry do you worry a little bit about and i have i'm not even looking at his
1: accuracy numbers but um you know that we mentioned they've tightened the fairways here a little bit um and and here's the thing with kazire like the last time i really was on him was the heritage and he screwed me because he was all over the place off the tee and he missed a cut but this Mm -hmm. is one reason this is kind of a case here where you know, sometimes a guy is starting to check boxes, you know, his approach play, all that kind of stuff was looking better. Mm-hmm. And you play a guy and then you may jump off of him because he missed a cut, which is kind of what I did with Kazir. But then you look at it, you know, T60 the next week at Valspar T58 at Wells Fargo. But no, there's two T3s right in a row, like you mentioned. Um, I, I love Kazire this week, um, but I wonder a little bit
0: about, you know, his accuracy off the tee and whether or not that's going to hurt him this week. Um so I know, I know the fairways at Muirfield are a little wider than your Harbortown-type tracks. I mean, they're, they're, they're not super tight. I mean, they're, they're tighter, but they're not Mm-mm. super tight. And no, that's one reason why I looked at good drives gained. So good drives gained on Fantasy National proprietary stat basically says how many times does a player either hit it in the fairway or, or if they're off the fairway, they still get the green in regulation after. So they're not like everywhere, okay? They're not like off the reservation. They got to punch out or they got a drop or whatever. He's thirty eighth in this field in the last twenty four rounds and good drives gained. So like, you know, he's not the most accurate guy in the world, but he's he's not he's not spraying it everywhere. So there's something something that kind of I did look at. I did look at that, but
1: yeah, um, I, 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 I'm just adding a little bit to him because yeah. I do like Kazir this week. It's just um, it's kind
0: of about I think he's an. The, the price, 7300 is cheap. He's a two-time PGA Tour winner. Maybe three. No, two-time. Two-time, P- two-time PGA Tour winner. Back-to-back third place finishes. Iron plays hot as anything. Just, you know, just drop a few putts and hit a few extra fairways and let's go. So it's kind of the, just the upside play with him. Um, I'll tell you another guy who checks almost every box. Harold Varner III right now is playing some good golf at 7100. I played him last week. He barely made the cut, but then he had a decent. I think he had a decent weekend. But checks a box and approach opportunities gained off strokes gain off the tee, strokes getting around the green, good drives gained. It's just you know, can he can he roll in a few putts, which he tends to have a, a tough time doing. Finished 32nd at the Charles Schwab, gained 4.4 strokes with the uh, with the irons. Speaking of the Heritage, finished runner-up at the Heritage. I think HV3 is starting to come around a little bit, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the hot, the hot form and save the money at 7100 because I do like a lot of those guys up there in that 9K range. So we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to roll with HV3 to fit those in. Let's hit the Kay. six the 6K. I, I don't love a lot here at all. Mm. Although, how like. I guess I'm just bad at doing this after even after six years, but like I had no clue, I had no clue Troy Merritt was doing was doing his thing. Did you?
1: Yeah, I was just looking at this. I literally just looked at that and I was thinking, oh wait, I didn't even see
0: Troy. Yeah, I saw I saw back to back seventh place finishes. I'm like, oh wow. Well, I'm like okay. Even if you take out the seventh place last week, where was I on noticing that he, he he had? a 7th place, a miscut, and an 8th in his last three events. Where was I last week looking at that? I don't know, but I wasn't <laughs> there. Like, what's... What's happening to Troy Merritt? I mean, he's, like, doing his thing right now. He's 6,900. Yeah. Three is,
1: top 10s in this last five this events. This is an
0: accuracy track? Like... I don't know. It might be it might be Troy Merritt time at 6,900. I
1: think it's because his name is Troy Merritt. It is. I can't stand that guy. It's the name like he, you just look at him and you just think, I can't play Troy Merritt. He looks goofy I feel like
0: AF. Maybe Sam yeah. can pull up a picture of Troy Merritt. I don't know how quickly that can happen, but he looks goofy. What's crazy is I'm wearing a trap golf hat. His caddy is uh is Wayne O'Dreno. Great dude. A lot of a lot of uh a lot of charisma, if you will. He he reps trap golf. He's like Wayne O'Drano is the coolest person on the in, in the PGA tour. And I'm talking caddies and players. Like there's literally nobody probably yeah, cooler than Wayne O'Drano. And he caddies for Troy Merritt. Yeah. This guy wearing his Wilson. I don't know. He just looks he just he looks Amish or Mennonite. He looks like he could really like You got a
1: problem with the Mennonites? No,
0: Amish. I love the Mennonites. They make great food over here. Uh, But I mean, he just looks like a guy who, you know, maybe barely uses or just slightly uses electricity. And maybe he, you know, maybe he churns his own butter. I don't know. He just looks weird. He just looks like a goofball. And he's got Wayno Drano on the bag, rocking trap golf. And I can't pull the trigger. But dang, if Troy Merritt ain't doing his thing right now. I mean, he is. It's hard to it's hard not to look at
1: Troy Merritt uh this week uh i don't know he's turning some butter (laughs) he's turning some butter this week churning i said churning
0: or churning whatever you turn it or churn it i don't care you can do both (laughs) i think you can do both um let me guess you like ct pan at 6900 don't you i don't have ct pan actually i like adam hadwin at 6700 he's a guy that's uh you know
1: had a top 10 finish last week uh you you look at the stats with, with, with old Hadwin. Um, let me get to him here. Eh, his approach play is not great, oh, but he is a good scrambler. He's um, good on proximity from 175 to 200 and also a great putter. In general, he's a great putter, but he's 15th in the field in bent grass putting. I like what I've seen from Hadwin. I, I think Hadwin uh, could, have a, could have a good week. And I believe he actually has um a pretty good history here. Yeah, he does. You look at the last five years. He has made the cut four of five years and he is a T eleven back in 2016. So Adwin, I think, is uh a good play. I liked um uh the Amish guy also. And then <laughs> um Lonto Griffin for some reason yeah. in sixty eight. I've always loved Lonto. I don't I don't, don't such, a, know there's Lonto. not a whole lot that like his 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 recent form is spotty, but he's a great approach play guy. He's great on his ball striking is fantastic, putts well on bent grass greens. So I like Alonzo Griffin as well at six thousand eight
0: hundred. Uh, are you buying? Are you uh, getting all? Are you getting all um, excited about Byung Hun An down there at sixty four? No, I know.
1: Yeah, he's Did he win here? He
0: didn't win here, no, but he he's never kind of came won. close. He's never won. Yeah. He's, yeah, he he's, he's starting to warm up. I, I don't know that I'm going to jump on it, but he's starting to warm up a little bit. I love Biong Hunan. Great Twitter follow. Uh, I'm going to look. I'm just going to throw some names out there. Um, this guy caught my attention because I thought, I mean, I saw his name anyway, and I was like, okay, accuracy guy. Hits a lot of fairways. He can putt really well, but how are his irons? And when I looked at his irons, they're trending nicely. at 6,300 Peter Malnati. If you look in the last 24 rounds, on Fantasy National, his strokes gain approach, he's 76th in the field. But if you look at the last eight rounds, he's 47. If you look at the last four rounds, he's 39th. So he's trending, he's trending nicely. Uh, he's potentially a play there at 6,300, super cheap. I mean, I, I think the, the popular, maybe not, not popular, but I think it's 6,100. People are going to be looking at Russell Knox and Kyle Stanley, who got in, or Russell Knox got in late um, thanks to a, a withdrawal. Um, very good iron player, very accurate, awful putter. He just fits that category. But at 6100, Lord, I mean, Russell Knox. I mean, he he's played on the PJ Tour for a long time. I mean, he's got plenty of top tens with his ball striking. If he could just putt okay, he'd be he'd be amazing value at 6100. I think. And and Kyle Stanley, we all know is Kyle Stanley's the same same boat. Just can't cannot putt to save his life checks all the ball striking numbers he's 110th in this field out of 120 in strokes came putting on bed grass poor poor kyle stanley my god even russell knox isn't that bad uh so i think those two guys are interesting and last i guess like jason duffner interests me just because he's 6200 bucks he's a pass champ winner he's yeah that, that would be pass champ yep um i was trying i was like anyway you said it and i was it was coming out of my mouth and then oh okay good uh last 24 round uh last 24 rounds duffner 30th in the field in opportunities gained i mean uh good drives gained second in opportunities gained third in strokes gained ball striking at merefield village um you know just like the other two guys i mentioned just can't putt so i don't know those are like some super cheap plays that may be worth a, a a deal, but I don't see myself getting in this range very much at all this week. This is not one of my favorites last week. It was like Vincent Whaley week down here in the six K range. I I don't think there's a guy like that this week. I don't think that's, that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, man, good stuff. Good show. That's the DFS preview for the Memorial. We have, uh, we've got to take a little break. We're going to go record the betting show live and we're going to have a special segment at the end of the betting show. So the, the, the podcast juice will be much flowing where we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to give our, we're going to go ahead and give our Brooks and Bryson takes. Cause I know, you know, you haven't heard enough of that. You haven't heard enough about that. You really need more of that. So we're going to go ahead and give you that. Going to preview the betting show, talk about some names. Maybe we haven't mentioned here. Um, Pat, by the way, I got my coasters. Um, amazing coaster. If you order something off the TJ shop, you get one of these fantastic coasters and uh po- speaking of podcast juice love that one um oh oh you got the ones i shipped to you yeah thank you speaking of uh merch this is a big announcement this is happening right here boom look at that <laughs> look <laughs> at that man i look good the uh god forever baby god forever yes the uh the siwoo kim t-shirts the siwoo rick flair siwoo kim t-shirts are available for pre-order, uh, they're going to be shipping in probably uh, sometime mid to late June. So that's when they're going to ship. And we've already announced this to the Nut Hut last week. And now we are down to single-digit quantities in every single size. So if you want one, you better get on one. We're doing this a limited run. Might not reorder. They're 28 bucks plus shipping. If you're a Nut Hut member, you get a 20% off discount. Uh, represent our sweet, sweet South Korean prince, uh Siwoo Kim. I mean this is just a beautiful this is just a beautiful damn shirt. I don't if you don't like this shirt, that you don't you don't like beauty. I don't know what it is. You just don't. So head over to com slash shop and uh and cop that shirt. The thing is beautiful. Get that Siwoo hitter. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you at the betting show. And uh yeah, have a great week.
1: See ya. Out!